At first I was afraid, I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live with this little baby inside. And I spent so many nights thinking how life did me wrong. But I grew strong. And I learned how to accept and move on. Oh no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live. And I've got all my love to give. And I'll survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast. Hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah. And her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, I'm really glad you changed the song you were going to sing from uh, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen to Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to singing Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. Can we at least just do like one line? Go for it. Together? Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus. Apparently we don't even know that Clearly we didn't rehearse that one. Yeah. Anyways, I can definitely thank everyone listening to this episode for the choice of song from a really depressing one to a more upbeat one. And I will get into that very shortly. But first, let's do our little big warm hello and welcome to the 49th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. Can you believe we're almost at 50 episodes already, Sarah? I can't, but I was just thinking, are we going to do something special for 50? Mm. Actually, maybe we should ask all of our Patreon people what we should do for episode number 50. Yeah, and actually that is another thing that we need to give thanks for. I don't know if it was hearing my big juicy news via my blog post the other week that I'm now with child, as they say, but something got us a ton of pity Patreon pledges. Or maybe just all of our podcast listeners really wanted the fat-burning prize pack we advertised Mm. on the last episode. Whatever it was, thank you. Yeah. So for anybody who is listening, wondering what we are talking about, we're now doing a big vegan prize giveaway every single episode, and that is for anyone who signs up to our Patreon program. So if you go to patreon.com slash jackedonthebeanstalk, you can get more info there, and let it be known that each awesome prize is always going to be relevant to the topic of that episode and every single patron will get automatically entered into every single draw that we do every single episode and it only costs them one dollar per month although we should also mention that we did get a lot of five dollar ten dollar and fifteen dollar pledges too 
Yes, good point. So for the people that did pledge very generously, we have decided to do something different just to be fair. If you were a $1 pledge, you get one ballot in each draw. If you donated five, you get two ballots and the 10 and $15 VIP pledgers will be getting three ballots. And just to sweeten the pot, the $10 and $15 people also get a signed 80s glamour shot of us, but we haven't taken it yet. We're still in the planning stages because we take this stuff very seriously. Our first attempt at this, we did a sex-related episode where the giveaway was vegan condoms and vegan lube, a vegan leather condom case, and blow paste from Glide America. And we ended up getting two pledgers from that promo. Thank you to Mindy and Elizabeth. So let's announce the winner of that one. The winner is Mindy. You're the bigger whore. Well, to be fair, Elizabeth has actually notified us that she currently is preventing unplanned pregnancies with an IUD and as a boyfriend, therefore doesn't really require condoms at this point. Kind of ironic we're mentioning this, seeing as the topic of this episode is my unplanned pregnancy. Yeah, you could have used those condoms more than anyone. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. So, Mindy, that blow paste is all yours. Please follow up with a review of it. Or possibly a review from your significant other. Right. Or random Tinder dude. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Whatever you're into right now. And speaking of Tinder and getting back to the topic of this podcast. So, basically, guys, I wrote a blog post last week sharing with the entire internet that I am currently in the midst of an unplanned pregnancy. And while I'm now seven months into this pregnancy, with a little vegan baby boy in tow. And the post was basically about my views on love and how I thought that my life would follow a certain path, i.e. I would meet the man of my dreams, fall madly in love, get married, buy a house, have five or six children. So it was a very raw and honest post about all the feels and all the shame that I have been dealing with surrounding this pregnancy. I also shared a photo of me with my big old pregnant belly hanging out wearing nothing but my scampy underclothing. And I I thought that really helped paint a picture of vulnerability. Underwear will do that. Even if our dad was not a fan. No. But anyway, I will include a link to that very honest and vulnerable blog post in the show notes for this episode, but I did want to follow up on that topic via the podcast as well, just in case we have listeners who only know me through the podcast and don't follow me anywhere else impossible. Right? But yeah, obviously this will be quite the big change in my life and I somehow managed to keep it a secret for an entire six months. Truthfully, guys, I didn't want to share it because I felt really ashamed of the situation, but after working up the courage to open up my laptop one Sunday morning and let all my feelings pour out onto the keyboard, I am so glad that I did finally share the news because the 
the overwhelming outpouring of love and support that followed it was far more than I could have ever imagined. And it was literally quite shocking, the response, to be honest, just so many emails and messages and comments and people, men, interestingly enough, like several men telling me that it struck a chord with them and brought tears to their eyes. It was crazy. And so I really just want to say thank you so much to everybody that reached out and I am sending you the biggest virtual hug I can possibly send, holding each and every one of you ever so tightly against my now massive, really heavy double D bosom. (laughs) Uh, I honestly feel very lucky to have built this little online community. Even if I don't know you from a hole in the ground, you sure did make me feel loved and supported. So thank you guys. And ironically enough, out of the hundreds, maybe even thousands of comments that I received across all platforms, I gotta say, Sarah, I think yours was the one that I love the most. And Sarah commented, your soulmate will be here in a few months. He's just going to be a lot smaller than you expected. Mind you, my opinion didn't seem to matter before thousands of strangers agreed with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, but to be honest, I don't really know what you expected. I mean, people weren't going to paint an A on your chest and throw rocks at you. Why would they paint an A? What does that mean? Actually, I don't know if it was only for the adulterer. I know it meant adulterer, but I don't know if it was strictly for homewreckers or, you know, just the sluts having sex out of wedlock like you. Um, (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) No, but seriously, I think the majority of our listeners are probably thinking, A, this is not the 1950s where you have to be sent away for your sin. And B, the definition of family has so many variations nowadays Mm -hmm. that I think by not sharing your news with everyone, for six months, you were being way harder on yourself than you needed to be. And I totally understand where you're coming from, but I'm glad that you're finally taking it down a notch. Well, despite feeling a huge sense of relief to have gotten the news out and receive so much support from the vegan community, I'm not gonna lie, it's still scary. Uh, I mean, of course, constantly worrying that I won't be able to provide for my child. I worry that I'll be lonely, that we're alone forever. I worry that my crotch is going to be stretched to monstrous proportions and I'll never have a six pack again. I worry that my business will suffer as I struggle to be the best mom I can be. And I worry that I'll turn into a fat, lazy slob because I'll no longer have time to meal prep or work out as I frantically try to juggle between being a mom and running my coaching business. It's scary. I wish I knew how to play the violin right now. Fuck you. Almost every single thing you just mentioned, every other mother worries about too. And I get this is an untraditional situation, whatever that means. But despite not having a husband, you do have a family who has rallied around you and will continue to do everything they can for you and the little guy. There are people out there who don't have any family to help. You know, support comes in different ways. You have me as your sister, mom and dad who are looking forward to having a new little grandchild to spoil. And if the business goes into the toilet, hey, I'll be equally disappointed. (laughs) But if there's one thing you'll learn as a mom, and I know every mom out there is going to agree with me, you'll do whatever it takes to make sure your kids are taken care of. And if that means working at McDonald's, you'll do it. And speaking of which, if the business 
business does go into the toilet, if there's anyone out there listening who's in the Ottawa area, feel free to come by the Loblaws and say hi, because I'll probably <laughs> be bagging your groceries. Well, let it be known that I would choose to work at A&W before McDonald's. McDonald's doesn't even have a veggie burger and their fries aren't even vegan. Either way, you'll still smell the same after a long shift. True. Actually, fun random fact. Did you guys know that we Shorty sisters have been living the plant-based life for so freaking long now that back in the 1990s, we were vegetarian then and we would go to McDonald's and our go-to was ordering the Big Mac without the meat, right? You did that too, right? That wasn't just me. Oh yeah, no. I used to love screaming into the drive-through box, no meat. No meat? (laughs) I actually remember one time they only gave me meat in my Big Mac. Literally no lettuce, no onion, no pickle, no Big Mac sauce, just meat in a bun. But I fully admit, guys, I used to love ordering the Big Mac combo without the meat because you still get the bun in the middle, so it's it's more hearty than you might imagine. (laughs) But anyway, this episode is super random. I'm sorry, guys. We didn't know how this one was going to go, and... No takeaway whatsoever. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, it was a very stressful, shame-filled six months of pregnancy for me. And so with the hope of giving some kind of takeaway for this episode, we really want to address the whole topic of shame and more importantly, how I've been able to sort of confront my shame head on in order to release it and essentially stop feeling it. But first... Let us pick the winner of last week's fat-burning prize pack, which was so generously donated by the good people at OptiNutra, one of my fave vegan supplement companies. So, Sarah, break out the bowl of names. All right, here we go. Free shit! People are on the edge of their seat right now. I know. So, the Patreon pledge winner of OptiNutra's pre-workout, post-workout, fat burner, and vegan BCAAs is Toasty Toasty Flatworm. What the hell is that? I don't know. One of our patrons, they didn't have a name. It was just Toasty Flatworm. Why are they in there then? Well, I don't know. I felt like everybody should be in there. Okay, well... Should we do a backup in case we can't get a hold of Toasty Flatworm? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Toasty Flatworm, if you're listening, we will try to make contact with you and see if you would like this prize pack. And failing that, the winner is... Oh, nice. One of my awesome clients, Caitlin. Don't get too excited yet, though, Caitlin. Yeah, in case Toasty Flatworm is desperately wanting some fat burners, maybe you guys can split it. Okay, so I guess we might as well tell everyone what this week's Patreon prize is. And this is something I personally sought out for this episode because it's something I have been religiously using and loving since I got pregnant. But it's also something that anyone can use and will love, especially 
especially if you live in a frozen wasteland like we do and suffer from severely dry skin. It's called Belly Butter and it is a local vegan product that is free from all the toxic chemical bullshit and is great for not only keeping your skin super moisturized but also for preventing stretch marks and tightening your skin. The company is called Eco Chic Movement. All natural butters and oils jam-packed with omega fatty acids and vitamin E. It's formulated without any fake fragrance, preservatives, colors, or petroleum products. Gross. And I am planning on using it all year round. So whether you're pregnant or not, you will love how soft your skin feels and how tight it looks after using it. So next week, we will announce the winner of Eco Chic Movement Belly Butter. And if you want your hands all over this week's prize, you can head on over to patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk and sign up for our ever-growing patron ledger community. And if you don't want to support our podcast and just want to buy the belly butter straight up, you can go to their website, which I will link up in the show notes for this episode, and enter the code jacked on the beanstalk to save 15%. I really want to try their nipple balm once I start lactating. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I could have used that when my daughter was chewing on my left nipple like a rabid wild beast. Great. And on that note, let us get back to how I was able to acknowledge the shame and the guilt of this unplanned pregnancy and actually stop resisting it. I guess it's pretty straightforward and simple. I just accepted it (laughs) for what it is. I am pregnant, guys. I am creating a tiny human Shorky and I'm bringing his little life into this world and getting knocked up and having a big oops. It doesn't define me and who I am. I guess I was just honestly really stuck on the whole story of I'm going to meet the man of my dreams, get married, buy a house, have kids, live happily ever after. You think you're the only person who had this little dream? I know, but whatever. After taking two confirmed pregnancy tests and inhaling many A&W Beyond Burgers, spending many nights on the couch, bawling my eyes out in my flannel snowman pajamas, I did reach a point where I could bury that story. And basically, I did that by no longer attaching what happened to who I am. And I think that's really important when you are feeling ashamed of a situation. Just getting really real with yourself and trying to figure out what insecurities are coming up around the shame that you're feeling. And I realized that for me, the main trigger was not even about this so-called perfect dream life that was a failed fantasy, but rather it was being perceived as a failure to other people. That makes sense. Have you been listening Listening to Dr. Laura's radio show with mom lately? Are they playing reruns? <laughs> Pretty sure no one knows who Dr. Laura is anymore. She was basically the female version of Dr. Phil from the 90s. Yes. And she had a radio show that, unfortunately, our mother listened to religiously. Yes. And clearly you didn't learn anything from her. Which is especially odd, seeing as our mom even gifted me Dr. Laura's book, The 10 Stupid Things Women Do to Mess Up Their Lives, <laughs> and felt the need to highlight 
every part that she felt was relevant to me. Mm. Thanks, Mom. Oddly enough, I never got a Dr. Laura book. Yeah, I wonder where the book is now. We could probably come up with a lot of podcast topics from it. I think I honestly gifted it to a friend in Vancouver who had even worse luck with men and low self-esteem than I do. Back to your problem. Get over it disappointments, broken dreams, letdowns. I'm sorry to say it, but that is kind of what life is. Life is the bumps in the roads, the unplanned paths, the lessons learned. Nobody looks into the future and says, I'm going to marry a mediocre guy or, <laughs> or a cheating douchebag. And maybe one day I'll live in a house with a leaky roof or a cracked foundation. I'll become debt ridden. And apply for bankruptcy. But this shit happens all the time. We've yeah. all got good stuff and bad stuff. You deal with the hand you've been dealt and you make the best of it. Well said, Sarah. In fact, I think that just might be the best advice you've ever given on the podcast in all 49 episodes. Bravo. Yeah, you know you're in a bad spot when I'm in charge of the inspiration. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Please, for the love of God, snap out of it. This is not really my wheelhouse. Yeah, fair enough. But you did touch on a few good points there. I'm human, we're all humans, and... Life is shit. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> There's my usual self back. <laughs> Thought we'd lost her. Yeah, and I think it's also been super helpful to reach out to other humans when we're going through these shitty situations. At first, when I found out I was pregnant, I honestly didn't tell anyone. I felt really alone in the shame. I was embarrassed to tell my family because I thought they would be ashamed of me and disappointed in me. But it's actually been such a huge relief to share my news and it even feels good to now share it on the podcast. So I think it's safe to say that another big fear that comes from shame is the fear of disconnection with other people. And so by telling my friends and family about the pregnancy and even joining the Ottawa Vegan Mom Facebook group, and even like I've been striking up conversations with other pregnant women I see at the gym or wherever, and I've actually been able to make some really awesome new connections that have helped me feel not so alone and really connect with other women in the same situation, even if they're not going it alone. Interestingly enough, Brene Brown, who is known as the shame researcher, yep. she says that the only people who do not experience shame are those who have no capacity for connection or empathy i.e. sociopaths. Right. And she also says that while both men and women feel shame, it's kind of organized differently by gender. For women, shame is a web, uh, I'm quoting this, is a web of unobtainable, conflicting, competing expectations about who we're supposed to be, hence everything you're feeling. I've heard that for a lot of women, a lot of our shame revolves around our physical appearance, whereas for men, it revolves around them being perceived as weak. That's exactly what Brene Brown says about men mm -hmm. and shame. Yeah, I got it from her TED talk, <laughs> which I will link up, by the way, guys, in the show notes for this episode. I highly recommend everybody watch it. It is about 20 minutes long, but very insightful. Okay, so let's wrap this episode up as I do realize we're not really talking about anything useful. Yeah, nothing useful. Just the miracle of life. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Yes, and that I now have an extra mouth to feed. So if anyone listening feels sorry for me, now would be a great time to donate to our Patreon page. Ah, 
Now that was shameful. Awesome sales yeah. pitch, but a little shameful. So just go to patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk if you want to learn more, win prizes, and support our podcast efforts. And most importantly, to save me from dusting off my sad little resume. Is this whole episode sad? I can't tell. Yeah, maybe this week's Patreon prize should be a one-year supply of antidepressants. <laughs> okay, let us just uh, end it already. But first, of course, we have to do our Apple podcast review of the week this week. Week's four star review mm. comes to us from someone named Katzenberg, and it is titled Enjoyable. <laughs> it sounds like dad wrote it. Yeah, good call. How about read it in dad's voice, Sarah? Can do. Listener feedback. I like the banter between sisters, and the difference between the two make for an interesting show. The only feedback I have is that I'd enjoy it, five stars worth, if Sam did less reading from a monologue. <laughs> I feel like the thoughts are honest, but written out. Give it to us freestyle. Okay, thank you, Cats and Bird, for your review and honest feedback. Do I sound like I'm reading a monologue? I mean, we do keep notes of things we would like to discuss on each episode to help it flow better. I can't imagine how painful it would be without having kind of a little structure of how we'd like it to read. Yeah, maybe Cats and Bird wants to do the editing. Not fun. I think it's mm -hmm. important to note that some of our topics, there is a lot of information. Last week's for instance, on fat burning. Yep. So thank God Sam had notes. Otherwise, you'd probably hear me snoring. Yes, but still definitely something we will work on, or I will work on, I guess. Okay, Sarah, what song are we singing to conclude this episode on shame and pregnancy? With Arms Wide Open by Creed. I feel like this is going to be one of our best performances yet and even if you guys just want to skip through this entire episode and just go to the end this song alone is going to be worth it. And I feel yeah. like we were born to sing Creed. Yeah, let's do it. Alright, here we go. Well, well I just heard the, the news today It seems my life is gonna change. I close my eyes, begin to pray, then tears of joy stream down my face with arms wide open under the sunlight. Welcome to this place, I'll show you everything With arms wide open With arms wide open Well, I don't know <laughs> Are we keeping going? I was really getting into oh, that Oh, sorry, sorry <laughs> That was amazing. I I honestly had chills singing yeah, it. Yeah. Did you guys feel that? Did you feel that deep within your souls? That one's for you, future son. I welcome you into my weird world. And I love you. <laughs> yeah, is it weird that I really want to go home and sing with arms wide open to my children as I <laughs> awkwardly stare deep into their young, innocent eyes. Not at all, Sarah. I get it. The miracle of life. With arms wide open. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with something actually informative and insightful. But 
At least my news is out. Have a great week. Shorty sisters, out.